perspective to everyday living through the lens of God. I'm your host, Nick Ruffin, and I'm so, so glad you're tuning in again. Again, we're getting back on track. We're working some things out, but again, I'm so, so glad you're tuning in to this fifth episode of the series that we've been in called Purpose Road, and I'm telling you, it's been an amazing, amazing series. Uh, If this is your first time listening to Vantage Point, welcome. I'm so, so glad you're tuning in. Wherever you're tuning in from, man, it's so exciting to have a platform and and a message that is reaching people globally. And so whether you're in the U.S. or across the globe or wherever you are listening in whatever language you're listening to, I'm so glad you're here. And if you've been with us before, man, I'm so glad you come back. Uh, we have so much in store. There's been so much just been downloaded in these last few um, episodes and then just even more beyond that. And so I'm, I'm excited for what's to come. I'm excited to get back on track with you in the rhythm that Vantage Point typically runs in. But again, wherever you're listening from the U.S., uh, shout out to all the listeners in every state in the U.S. and then every country. Again, I mentioned 40 countries we've been heard around globally. So whether you're our returning listeners from Spain or France or Germany, Canada, special shout out to Canada. Uh, I love you all so much. Thank you for rolling with us, sticking with us through it all. Um, Again, so excited for what's happening with Vantage Point Podcast. And I'm happy to bring you this fifth episode uh, from Purpose Road. And if you've been with us this this series, uh, we've talked about detours. We talked about Damascus. We talked about distractions. We talked about detractors. And today, to close out this series, this episode, we're talking about destinations. Yes, we're talking about destinations, and if you know anything about this series, and if you've been listening to it, again, if this is your first time, I encourage you to go back, hit pause right here, go back and get the first four episodes before you get destinations. You don't want to miss out on everything that God has been doing, but I'm telling you, destinations, this this series has just been um, a blessing for me. Uh, I had mentioned it before. This series has been something that was in the works years ago. Uh, God gave me this series, and I'm just excited to be able to deliver it in a way that, um, quite honestly, is going a different way than I had originally planned. And so that's the beauty of when you follow God. You think it's going to go one way, but then he has other plans. And so I want to jump into this this episode and, and just ask that you pray uh, for me through this episode and what your what God has downloaded to me. And so I first want to start off with destination, right? What does that word mean? And I know you're thinking, you know, there's many, many ways to look at it, especially when you correlate destination and purpose. And we've been talking about this journey. We've looked at the life of Paul extensively in this journey. And so again, I wanted to just kick things off with the definition 
of destination. And that definition, we got a few definitions. I'm going to kind of go through all of them here. So the first one is the purpose for which something is predetermined or destined. The purpose for which something is predetermined or destined. Then we have an act of appointing, setting aside for a purpose or predetermining. And another one, a place worthy of travel or an extended visit. Now we're getting a little warmer. We're getting a little hotter into what we're going to dive into in this episode. And then the final one, a place to which one is journeying or to which something is sent, right? Kept their destination secret or when the package has reached its destination. And, and we know that on this road to purpose, like it's such an interesting road to be on because there's always, or at least there has to be somewhere in mind that we're going. And even when we look at the life of Paul, right, we started on Damascus Road and then Paul starts to journey through different cities and provinces. And, and, and you know, there was always a destination, right? There was always a point that we're supposed to meet or that he was supposed to go in his journey, in his travels. And, and when I think about our purpose road, and I think about destinations. Uh, one one analogy that came to mind is is athletes, and I and I'm a big sports fan. I, I've I've mentioned it a few episodes or used sports analogies. I'm really bad at using sports analogies. I probably use them way too much. But the uh, the thing that popped into my head is let's take an athlete, whatever that sport is, baseball basketball, and for the sake of where we are in American culture, we're going to say football right now. So you have a football player that, you know, they're starting off on their journey, peewee football, high school. Um, they're doing amazing. Uh, shout out to my son, Tayshawn Ruffin, who just finished his senior year um, football career, finished his high school, high school football career. Amazing game. He had seven tackles. Um, but even in that mindset, right, he just finished one chapter, but that wasn't the end. Like, he didn't grow up saying, oh, I just want to just play high school football. And that's it. No, 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 no. Most athletes, just like my son, most, most athletes have a bigger picture in mind, right? And maybe for some, it's college, right? Um, I know he has those aspirations, but for some... There's a few that that aspiration, that destination is the NFL. They want to play football at the highest level. And I say football, American football for my international listeners. We're talking about American football. And there's just this work ethic, right? There's this journey that you take. And could you imagine if somebody who spent their whole athletic career, playing football, going from peewee to high school to college, and then now they're about to get drafted into the NFL, and they hear the words with the fifth pick in the whatever year NFL draft, this team selects this person. And then they get to the moment, they get to the place that they've been pushing and striving for. And then once they get there, they stop. They're there now, right? They're in the NFL and they stop working. 
And the reason I bring it up that way and the reason I, I break it down in that in that way is a lot of the times that's what we look like when we reach our quote unquote destinations on this purpose road, right? Whatever that is, whatever that's ministry or business or, or, or whatever it is, we somehow in some way get in our minds that once we reach the destination, that we can stop walking in purpose because we've quote unquote arrived, right? And I think sometimes we get this type of destination confused with like a vacation destination, right? Like you're going on vacation, another analogy for you. And once you get there, what's the first thing you want to do? You want to relax, right? That's vacation. You want to unwind. You're getting away. But that's not the same destination, right? Like that NFL player, once he is now established, he is drafted. Now he's got to work even more. He's got to continue to push because there's still other accolades. There's still other destinations on this road of purpose. And that's what I feel like when we get into this Christianity walk, when we get on this purpose road, this, this thing that God has for us, like our first comfort destination is salvation. Like that's the first one, right? We get saved. We, we find ourselves in the space and we say, you know what, Jesus, I want to roll with you. I don't want to roll with anybody else. I'm, I'm tired of doing things my way. I'm dedicating my life. We recite Romans 8, 9, and 10. And then here we are, we're saved. And then we stopped. Because we punched our ticket to heaven. We're good now. Because that's what the Bible says, right? If we believe in our heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and that he raised, that he that he died and was raised from the dead, we shall be saved. In other words, you believe that, you confess it with your mouth and you believe it in your heart, you are saved and you are going to heaven. You don't have to do anything else. You're good. Your destination is set. But now how many of us know if we've been in this walk long enough that that's just not quite enough, right? There's a Deep, there's a deeper level we have to get to. There's a deeper pressing that we have to do. There's a whole nother thing that we have to get into and dive into. And that's ultimately dying to ourselves. Like that's the, that's the, that's the journey that we're on when it comes to this purpose road. And I think about Paul's life and I think about all the things that he endured in his life. But yet he never stopped pushing for purpose. He never stopped. He didn't let a distraction. He didn't let a detractor. He didn't let anything stop him from doing the thing and reaching the destinations that God had for him. Whether they were physical destinations in cities and establishing churches or whether they were the ultimate destination, which is something we're going to go into here in a little bit. But I want to get into something a, a, a little bit more when it comes to this like destination and purpose, right? There's a requirement when it comes to this destination that we're talking about. And we have to run to this destination. We have to run with purpose. And there's something that, that Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians 9, 26 and 27. He talks about disciplining his body, 
He talks about an athlete keeping his body in check, ready to do what is right. Paul uses the phrase, I run with purpose. And he he uses that phrase to describe how he lives his life. Because see, to run with purpose, you need a destination. You need to know why you're running and where you're running to. You can't just start running. And I think that's something that Christians that jump on this road to purpose, they just want to hop in the car and they just want to go, right? I'm all for Jesus. Let's go. But where are you going? Why are you going? When are you going? Because see, if you never have a destination, if you never have a point that you're going to, that you're striving for, how will you ever know when you reached it? And that's something that we have to think about when we're living a life of purpose. We have to know where we're going. We have to have a clear goal of where we want to be. We have to have those things because, see, purpose can become like some for some people, purpose is just getting through the day. For some people, it's just getting through the afternoon, might be getting through the work shift or getting through that that, that college class that you're dealing with. That That might be a purpose for you. But somehow, in some way, I just feel like God has a deeper purpose in mind. He has a different, different dictation in his mind about what it is to be on Purpose Road, right? And and I think this is what Paul is talking about when he's saying, I run with purpose. We're moving. We're actively moving. It's not getting to somewhere and then resting. Right again, back to the analogy. What what football player do you know that just automatically stops once they reach the highest level of what they've been striving for? There's still a running. There's still purpose. There's still so much more to do. And, and see, when we get to this, this living this life, this purpose life, this purpose road, and we don't have goals beyond getting through the day. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with that because, right, we we have to acknowledge where we are and there's that's a place to start, but it's not a place to stay. And that's so key with our salvation. It is the best place to start, but it's not the place you want to stay. And, and there's so much more that God has created us to be and created us to, to live for. And even in Genesis 1, God gives humanity the job of stewardship stewarding over his creation and acting as his representative to the created world. And Jesus gave so many parables about employees being given sums of money or responsibility, and they were held accountable. They were expected to plan what they had and put those gifts to work that they had been given. And so I ask you, where do you see yourself in this purpose road? Where do you see yourself going? What do you see yourself doing? What goals have you set for yourself? We've had a hell of a two years. Let's just be honest. These last few years have been hell for some of you. Some people have lost people. Some people have questioned God on this purpose road. Some people have gotten off the road altogether and just pulled over and said, screw this, I'm I'm done. God, you allowed all this to happen in these two years. It's all your fault. I can't trust you. I've lost people. I I almost died myself. I just, you know, I, I, I don't know anymore. And it's so wild how, how we'll let 
things and distractions take us away from purpose. Because see, that's just that that that's the plan. That's what the enemy wants us to do. He would he would love nothing more than for us to stay continually distracted, to stay continually bogged down, to stay continually in our headspace and not willing to die to that headspace, die to those thoughts, die to that flesh, and really get back onto the road to purpose and not let anything or anyone or any pandemic or anything distract us from the destination that we're supposed to be on. And no, we can't tell you what's coming down the line. I can't tell you every single thing that's going to happen in your life. But the one thing I can tell you is that as you continue to run with purpose and as you continue to build yourself and grow into what God has for you, there's one destination that we press on every single day and every single moment, and it has to be pressed on. And that's the relationship that we build with Jesus. Because, see, if you look at Paul's life, and if you look at any life in the Bible, but more specifically Paul, no matter what he went through, no matter what he endured, no matter what was said, no matter what was heard, no matter what was happening, his destination didn't change. His destination stayed fixed on Jesus. And I love the the verse. It's Philippians 3, 13 through 14. And it says this because it's so profound in what it said. It said, in my Bible, I'm reading from the CSB, it calls it reaching forward to God's goal. And I'm going to start at verse 12, actually. And it says, not that I have already reached the goal or am already perfect, but I make every effort to hold, to take hold of it because I also have been taking hold of by Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider it, I do not consider myself to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and reaching forward to what is ahead, I pursue as my goal the prize promised by God's heavenly call in Christ Jesus. Verse 15, therefore, let all of us who are mature think this way. And if you think differently about anything, God will reveal this also to you. Verse 16, in any case, we should live up to whatever truth we have attained. I'm going to go back to verse 13 and 14. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and reaching forward, pressing forward to what is ahead, I pursue as my goal the prize promised by God's heavenly call in Christ Jesus. And and I want to just read it in the amplified version. It says this, Um, Verse 13 again, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the heavenly prize of the upward call 
of God in Christ Jesus. Now, what's interesting about this verse is that it's a twofold interesting thing to me. One, we're already past Damascus at this point. So Paul is already saved. So he's already got salvation, right? That happened at Damascus. And like we said earlier, for most Christians, and if we're honest, some of them are good at salvation. But here we have Paul telling us to press toward the goal to win the heavenly prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So could it be that even after salvation, there's a pressing that we must do. There's a pressing that is on us to grow deeper and closer to Jesus. Why would we wait to heaven to get closer to Jesus? Every single day of our lives, every single day that we are here on this earth, we should draw closer and closer and closer to Jesus. Every day not spent drawing closer is a day wasted. Because our ultimate destination is heaven. But if we sit around and wait to be raptured or wait until we get to heaven to get close to him, we've missed the mark. What did we do after salvation? What did we do? What did we push for? What did we strive for? Did we strive for relationship or did we strive for the recognition of others? Do we strive for the relationship of Jesus or do we strive for the, the admonishing and the, the, all the approval of other people and other things? What did we strive for while we were on earth, while we were on this purpose road? Did we strive? Did we push? Did we press? Did we reach not to what lies behind, but what lies ahead? And day by day, minute by minute, our goal should be simple. It should be to press on to Jesus, press into that destination, press into that relationship. Because at the end of the day, when the distractions come, the relationship is what's going to keep you on this road. When the detractors come, because let me tell you something about detractors that I may not have already said. You're going to have more detractors than you are promoters. For the simple fact that you chose Jesus, half the people in your life won't understand it. Half the people don't want to hear it. And the rest of them don't even care. So what keeps you in your headspace, in the right space, on this road to purpose when the detractors come, when you do something so outlandish and crazy that God has given you to do and five people look at you and say, why are you doing that? That makes no sense. You're not worthy to do that. I talked about that before in a previous episode with this podcast and this journey because I can be honest with you. This almost didn't happen. This year, Vantage Point was almost over because I let detractors and distractions get in the way. And one thing I could draw it back to, because the detractors didn't change, they were still there. might have been a few more, but they were still there. The distractions are still the same, and not every distraction is bad. 
right? But again, what did I say? Distractions take you away from what God has purposed you to do. And at the end of the day, the one thing I could sum up across all things when it boiled down to this walk in my purpose road is I had gotten away from having a relationship with Jesus. I had gotten away from Philipp, from that verse 13 and 14. I had gotten away from that pressing to what lies ahead. And so let this episode serve as a warning to you and an encouragement that don't, don't ever get so far away from that relationship. Stay pressed in, stay locked in, stay so focused on that destination because you will get there. It's an appointment we can't miss. There'll be a day where you won't be here and you'll be with Jesus. But what did you do while you were here to draw closer to him? What did you do when the detractors came? Because that relationship's going to be the thing that holds you steady. The relationship with him, not the relationship with your spouse, your friends, your family, your boss, your anything. The relationship with Jesus will keep you above all other things on this purpose road. And I'll leave you with this last thought. There's so much that God has called you to do. There is so much that he has for you. And you're thinking like, how do you know? Because what I do know is that you're God's masterpiece. What I do know is God uses ordinary people like you and me to accomplish extraordinary things. I don't have to know you to tell you what God has for you, but you need to know him in order to understand and get specific instructions on what to do after I just told you that. Because see, I'm telling you he has purpose for you. But if you ask me, well, Nick, what's my purpose? That's a conversation you gotta have with God. That's a conversation that you need to get into relationship with him about. I can't tell you that part, but what I can tell you is that he loves you. He has a plan for you. He wants you to prosper. He wants you to be successful. He wants you to thrive and he wants you to take whatever he gives you and distribute it out to others. That much I do know. So now the question and the test for you is will you engage him enough in relationship and keep pressing long enough to fully understand and envelop that purpose that he's called you into. Welcome to Purpose Road. Let's pray. Father God, just thank you so much again for this opportunity, Father God, again for this series, again for this episode, Father God. Everybody that's listening to the sound of my voice, Father God, on first play or third play or shared, Father God, that you just continue to, that you meet them, Father God that you meet them as they enter this journey, as they enter relationship with you, Father God, that you uplift them and that you give them direction and wisdom, Father God. And I pray for each and every person under the sound of this voice that they have open hearts and open minds to trust and follow you, Father God, and build a relationship to reach destinations, Father God, to reach purpose and secure it and drive all the things that you have for them to do, Father God. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. 
I am so, so excited to what God is going to do in your lives. And, and I'm, I'm encouraged as you continue to support Vantage Point Podcast. I'm telling you, so much is coming. I, I can't even go over it all. God has just been downloading some things. But stay tuned. Stay connected. Man, share this episode with somebody who needs to hear about purpose, who needs to hear what God has to say about destinations. I want to thank y'all so much again for rolling with us. And remember, keep seeking insight, keys, and perspective to everyday living through the lens of God. It'll change your world and your life. God bless.